Hello. How's everyone doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, doing well. Yeah. Doing well. I like your shirt, Tay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that is a nice shirt. I and think this just... one came from Kohl's, actually. I like the ones that have the two separate colors. You yeah, know, the, the sleeves the are a different color. We were just talking we were about just this. just talking about those. She wore a sweater that had baseball sleeves last night. Oh, really? And it was. I just love it. I love <laughs> the color combinations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're fun. I like your shirt, too. Thank you. It's Mothman. Love Mothman. Really? Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Mothman. Zoology department. <laughs> yep. That was like our second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed sure. that topic. That's that was probably yeah. That's that's I'm pretty sure it was fun, episode yeah. two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was my first episode? Oh, it was um, it was the guy, the first ever, the guy who put a bomb on a plane. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> fun. <laughs> Yay! Gosh. Of course I did. <laughs> what was my first episode? Uh. I think the first. Was it was it the molasses flood or was it the um, doppelgangers? The doppelganger. I think it was, was the it doppelganger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was fun. The one from the. Oh, yeah. That was creepy. I like mm -hmm. that one. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. I like the molasses flood one. I yeah. love that story. It's a good story. It's so vivid. Mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Happy January, y'all. Happy January. Happy January. <laughs> <laughs> We're already almost halfway through the month, the Damn. first month of the year. Oh, 2023 it's I, I don't want it to go by as fast as these last few years oh. it's going to it's going to even faster for me because of the baby yeah it's just i like blink and then it's like oh my god i can't believe she's, <laughs> she's so big Aww. even though she's so tiny but she's not as tiny as she was when she was fresh she's be so just like this big she's a big <laughs> baby now now she's this big <laughs> People describe life as like a roll of toilet paper. As you get closer to the, uh, you know, to the end oh, of it, it goes faster and faster. They describe <laughs> that for life too. Because if you think about it, I feel yeah. like my high school life mm -hmm. went so slow compared to college and these last few years. It's just like it keeps getting faster. My theory, and it's probably not even a theory. I think it's just like the way your brain works is because of your memories. Whenever you are, let's say, 10 years old, mm -hmm. you only have 10 years of memories to mm -hmm. look back on or less yeah. than because... You know, you don't remember being a kid, but um, so like I, I remember summers just taking like t decades. Like I remember yeah. the days being so right? long. You'd have the beginning of the summer and you'd be like, I have the entire rest of my life. <laughs> it's all, and it, it was like boring. You're just like, oh, my God, how am I possibly going to fill this day? Yeah. Well, and and then as like you get older, you have more memories yeah. and more years to look back on. So just like in the grand scheme of your life. Yeah, it's it gets shorter. And when quicker. you turn 10, that year has been a tenth of your life. You Gosh, know? to think yeah, about that. If you Ugh. if you live to a hundred, yes. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, I mean, one tenth of your. Oh, so year. like a year is a tenth of yeah. your life. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. that year has been. Yeah, and then as you get older, it's like smaller and smaller. That's and true. Smaller yeah, I'd never really thought about it like that. That's fascinating. Yeah, mm -hmm. crazy. <sighs> the passage of time <laughs> is a horrible thing. It really <laughs> is. I hate time. Time is the only thing that no one will ever be able to control, I think. I don't think that I, I personally don't know if time travel can exist. I'd like to keep an open mind and say that but one day we can figure it out, but 
for right now it Even is just uncontrollable. Even if you could figure out time travel, you're mm-hmm. still not going to be able to figure out how to stop aging. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like time is our biggest enemy. Mm-hmm. I can't fight it, guys. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Yeah. But anyway. Well, anyway, that was a super big fat bummer. <laughs> yeah. Good start. Good start. We are great start to our uh, first year here. <laughs> well, uh, 2023, our first month here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Shirley just messaged us. She said closer to two. Okay. Cool. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I love Shirley. Shirley, you must be joking. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Okay. So, what do we... <laughs> Sorry, I just saw it too. <laughs> <laughs> Comes on my uh, my watch. <laughs> what kind of watch do you have? Is it? Uh, it's a hand me down from my uh, from my father. Actually, it's a it's a Samsung watch. Um, I forgot what type it is. I think it's called a. Uh, it's a it's a Samsung Galaxy. It's a Galaxy watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a nice one, but it was a hand me down from my father, and I keep it mostly mainly just to you know keep track of my steps mm-hmm. and that's that's my number one thing of what i use it for and then of course i have it connected to my phone so it, sometimes i can read some messages on it too yeah it's convenient yeah i've got a fitbit and i never wear it because i just i hate wearing stuff like as soon as i feel like claustrophobic whenever i put it on i used to Did i used to, used to i don't it? like accessories Ugh. i i can't stand it if i wear a necklace i can't wear it for too long if i yeah, like that's but why i don't wear my wedding ring but i got so used to it and it's hilarious because you can see the tan line <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad now oh i like have gosh. it like you could always see it there yeah <laughs> so it's like whenever <laughs> whenever you don't wear it does it feel like you're wearing it kind of yeah you get that phantom feel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I only take it off at night to charge it. And then like throughout the day I wear it. And this has been the same thing for three years now. I just always wow. have it. Yeah. Cause I like to keep track of my steps. Yeah. 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 I wish there was a, a better way to keep track of your steps and stuff. That wasn't a watch. Yeah. yeah. I know. Right. The one of those ugh. Pokemon things. <gasps> Remember that? Like yeah. when Pokemon heart gold came out. Yeah. The little, yeah. it's like a, pedometer yeah those were so cool i didn't know about that you have a little pokeball and you'd like wear it on your belt let's get some yeah (laughs) why not it's hip i'm sure it's still hip it's hip (laughs) it goes on your hip (laughs) oh my gosh oh uh we're on holy gossip girls i'm kc i'm Faye, and i'm tay (laughs) oh my gosh uh wow what a year it's been let's change your name to ck CK, CK, Faye, and Tay. Oh, I see. And then Shirley. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, um, I guess we should get started. Yeah. What do you have for us this week, Faye? I've got kind of a mystery. Ew. Oh, kind of like, uh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> These noises are awesome. <laughs> I do like my sound deck. It's nice. <laughs> when 13-year-old Nicholas Barclay first disappeared from his neighborhood in San Antonio, Texas, on June 10th, 1994, no one panicked. Of course. I mean, why would you? Barclay was no stranger to running away from home. Oh, okay. The troubled that boy was often unpredictable and violent. Committing... Wait, I'm sorry. How old? He is 13. Okay, okay. Them hmm. teens. Them teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. 
He was often unpredictable and violent, committing multiple crimes in his youth. At 13, he has multiple crimes, multiple crimes. in his youth. Wait till I get to the tattoos. What? <laughs> oh my god. Just before his disappearance, he was anticipating a hearing to send him to a group juvenile delinquent home. Both his parents and the authorities figured that his sudden banishing act was merely him fleeing his life for a day. Yet it soon became clear that Barclay hadn't just run away to avoid facing his consequences. After Barclay didn't return for over a day, not even to gather the more than $5 he had in his pocket, <laughs> his family began to worry. What year was this? 1994. Okay, that was a lot of money then. <laughs> for, for a 13-year-old? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> the more than $5. More than $5. It's just funny when you hear that description Six. nowadays because $5 really won't get you very far. No. You can't even pay for parking with $5. No. <laughs> Despite opening a missing person investigation, the police weren't sure how to pursue Barclay. Without a credit card, phone, or vehicle to track, Barclay seemed untraceable. Whether he stayed in town or hiked out, Barclay would prove difficult to track down. His days-long disappearance soon bled into several months as officers Jeez. tirelessly searched for Barclay. Hmm. At one point, his uncle called the police and said Barclay was attempting to break into his garage yet he fled before the cops arrived. Mm. This short burst of hope led nowhere, and leads of the case were non-existent. Did he, like, actually see him, or was I just somebody? It must have been, like, a kind of, you know, he's missing, and mm -hmm. this is happening, and they probably, if it's, like, in the dead of night, mm -hmm. you know, like, your mind first goes to, that's got to be him. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I think there's no way mm -hmm. to know. The Barclays were struggling to believe that they'd ever see Nicholas again. Oh, I mean, after months, it was like over a month or months. And months. Okay. Yeah, see, that's that's yeah. rough. And as we learned, this was before Amber Alerts. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well before. <laughs> <laughs> Yet three years later, the Barclay family received a jarring phone call. Three years? Three years. So Nicholas would have been 16? Jeez. Uh -huh. Wow. In a small Spanish village, an ocean away from his Texas home, Nicholas Barclay had been found alive. What? He was first discovered near a train station and relocated to a youth shelter in Linares, Spain, though he refused to give up his identity. Uh, how did he get to Spain? <laughs> yeah, after weeks of stagnancy, he was finally identified as Nicholas Barclay through a photograph from the missing person registry. Huh. His sister flew out to Spain to identify and retrieve Barclay. When, when he arrived home, his parents welcomed the terrified, stiff, and strange teenager their child had grown into. However, something fishy about the boy was claiming to be their son. There huh. was something fishy, sorry. Oh. Do you want to take a break here and then we'll get oh into gosh. the strange return? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is it him? Is it not know. him? We'll <gasps> <out>. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Bye. And we're back. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am so curious. Is there, do you have a picture of him? No, but I can get one. Okay. All right. So interesting. So this boy 
was missing. Uh huh. Then he came back. Uh huh. Or did he? Oh my god. And this was a span of three years, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I mean, uh-huh. and those were pretty like, in terms of like changes to, to your appearance. Yeah. <laughs> like those are mm-hmm. the years that you change so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I mean, then there's millions and millions of people in the world that like could look like you. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And this person, wait, did this person admit that he was the son? I think so. Yeah. I mean, how else would he have just um, like willingly go to be like, oh, yeah, let me go see my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so after three years apart from his family, Bar- Barclay had quite the tale to tell. On the eve of his disappearance, Barclay had been playing basketball with his friends. The boy who returned claimed that he was kidnapped on his way home, driven to the airport, tossed on a plane to Europe. Hmm. After arriving, his kidnappers pushed him into a child sex trafficking ring. <gasps> oh my gosh. He was eventually able to flee and was discovered by European law enforcement. This all resulted in his return back home, yet he didn't come back the same kid he was before. Still, the immediate members of his family were so grateful to have Barclay home that the oddities of his behaviors, appearance, and circumstances hardly faced him. Hmm. However, a few members of his extended family began to grow suspicious of the boy claiming to be Nicholas. How did Barclay end up all the way in Spain? Mm-hmm. How exactly did his hair and eye color both change? <laughs> <laughs> His, his eye color. Oh my gosh. Why Come was he on. suddenly so calm and kind when he'd once been cruel, angry, and terrifying? Okay, but that could change if yeah. you were... It's the eyes that are getting me <laughs> yeah. right now. The Your eyes, eye color doesn't change. You can't change that. Mm-hmm. The new and improved Barclay had magical excuse for most of their questions. He claimed that his kidnappers had dyed his hair and colored his eyes to make him unrecognizable. How do you color your eyes? Yeah, how eyes? do you do that? Without, like, using... You can use um, contacts, contacts, but, but yeah. You would just take, take them, them out. out. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. His new social behaviors could be written off as the effects of trauma. Which is accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's possibility, yeah. Mm-hmm. Additionally, he had something that only Barclay and those close to him could recognize. His tattoos. Mm. Barclay had three tattoos when he went missing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so the 13-year-old had tattoos. Mm-hmm. And then he came back with none. He I'm returned assuming? with the same three. Whoa. <gasps> okay, but how messed up is it that a 13-year-old has three tattoos? That's true. We're not even, like, kind of talking about that right there. A, a, a 13-year-old having three tattoos by that point, I mean, regardless of what they are. Yeah, what are they? That's kind of weird. I don't know. Because it's different. I mean, I mean. He's got a skull on his, like, his shoulder. <laughs> There's a whole back piece. Yeah, yeah right? Like, how big Tramp are stamp. they? Tramp <laughs> <laughs> God, who who let this kid get like these uh, tattoos at thirteen? Bad nineties. It was the just, <laughs> it was the wild wild west. <laughs> Everything was just a you know. I wonder what they were. Yeah, I'll look it up after and see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. Wow, the same tattoos. Yet not everyone could settle for the new Nicholas, especially law enforcement. This was especially true of a private investigator named Charlie Parker, who had worked closely in. F- filming the family after their reunion. He Mm. noted inconsistencies in Barclay's story and behaviors. Mm. First, while Barclay was described as going through extremely scarring experiences, his behaviors reflected maturity rather than trauma. Second, it was highly unlikely that any kidnappers would go to the trouble of dyeing a child's hair to force them to blend in. 
it was also nearly impossible to alter any human's eye color. Yeah, this is what's tripping me up the most. It's the, it's eye, the color. eye color. Yeah. yeah. With yeah, I, everything else can be changed. You know, I'm wondering. I well, hear me out. Mm-hmm. They've they've done studies about people who their hair color has changed due to trauma. Mm-hmm. Isn't it usually white? Though? It is usually white. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if there's some weird thing that could happen with your eye color. <laughs> Trauma eye color. Trauma Let's eye color. See if color. I can find anything on that. I keep going. Yes, that's de- the only thing I could think of. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, he decided to compare photographs of the Nicholas who had fled home and the one who returned. He found that their ears were different shapes and sizes. Mm. These odd inconsistencies really? were intensified by the fact that Barclay had adamantly refused to surrender any samples of fingerprints or blood for the investigation. Did they I'm ha- starting to have like a suspicion on the fact that this person who came back knew who was actually kidnapped somehow and matched the tattoos mm. and kind of learned about their past to be able to blend in, but didn't do well enough to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to think because it mm. seems like there is some kind of odd. If that was yeah. the case, wouldn't you think that he would try harder and maybe do get your hair dyed it to like change the color to match the missing boy and maybe wear color contacts? Right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Like <laughs> something's odd. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Because so, then you could just tell people like, oh, I'm wearing contacts like for pers- like to see. Yeah. It's hard to tell unless they're like wildly insane colors like yeah i do have something that i just found but we can save it for after if you want it's it's really short it's just something about the eyes i just uh found the first thing that popped up it says permanent changes to eye color can be achieved through iris implant surgery so you have to have surgery to be able to do that the laser eye color change so i mean it is possible apparently but i just i still have a hard time believing it and this is never do that for a kid that you're sex trafficking and this is the 90s too yeah i don't think so i think this is more new because honestly it's like lasik i personally Hmm. i don't think lasik was a big thing in the 90s i don't think that came in until like the the 2000s and stuff so i i don't know i have a hard time believing that but anyway okay yeah well so (laughs) he refused blood and fingerprints Uh but after parker's findings the court ordered for barclay to submit both Mm -hmm. and they uncovered the nicholas barclay who returned to the barclay household was not the boy who went missing Mm -hmm. there we go Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) he is not the father <laughs> That's the only reason why you would like, you know, neglect to give them that. Why yeah. else would you? Because yeah. otherwise, you know, yeah. The person living with the Barclay family wasn't Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was 23 year old <gasps> Frederick oh Pierre Borden. 23 year old passing off as a 16 year old? Yeah. I mean, we Good do it all the him. time with Hollywood. <laughs> Good he will, yeah. <laughs> Good for him, though. Wow. He was a serial imposter from France, assuming serial... over 500 identities in his short life. 500? What? <laughs> okay, what has me more curious is why this one? Why did he want to do this impersonation? But anyway. Yeah. Wow. Before he was known as Nicholas, he was known as the Chameleon and was <gasps> a wanted man by Interpol. Huh. As far as missing children went, the Barclay family weren't his first victims. Thanks to his thin frame and childish childish features, 
Borden was able to pretend to be a number of kids in the worldwide registry of missing children across his lifetime. What does he gain out of that? Funny you should ask. What did he get out of it? (laughs) (laughs) Right on schedule. (laughs) Borden got a place to sleep, food, a bed, and a family. There we go. For Mm. him, it was a pretty sweet gig. The families he tricked, to the families he tricked, his true identity was a nightmare. And the Barclay, Barclay family was no exception. After Nicholas was proven to be Borden, the FBI grew suspicious that the family had something to do with Barclay's disappearance. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. How what? could they not have recognized the fact that their son was an imposter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the family truly seemed distraught to lose their son for the second time. Yeah, I mean, and, that's traumatic. I mean, yeah, that's like preying on hopeful... I mean, at that point, you're like you're just willing to believe it. Like yeah. you're willing to look past certain things oh. to be like, "Yeah, my son is back." Like I get it. How painful it is to mm-hmm. re. It just like reignites all of the feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's fucked up. And Borden was a mastermind in identity theft. After deciding to prey on the Barclays' pain, he went as far as to have the kids at a youth shelter give him an identical stick and poke tattoo. To mirror Nicholas Barclay's tattoos. Hmm. Once Borden was found out, he was arrested and sentenced to six years in jail. However, before he was thrown in the slammer, (laughs) he asserted that the Barclay family were truly at fault. He was certain that they knew he was an imposter of their son. He believed they used his return as as a cover for the fact that they had murdered Nicholas. Oh, jeez. Despite not being able to prove what he claimed, Borden was certain that the troublesome Barclay had died at the hand of a family member. <gasps> Many people, including Charlie Parker, believed that Borden was on to something and are still trying to prove what happened to Nicholas Barclay today. I mean, that does raise some questions. I'm not saying that that imposter was at all in the right, but mm-hmm. I mean, it does raise the question of, you know, why, you know, why they couldn't like right off the bat be able to say for sure it was not him even if i know it was three years and yes Mm -hmm. you change a lot in your teenage years Mm -hmm. but um having different eye color i know for a fact that if i had disappeared and then i came back my mom would immediately know it's not me i mean as a mother i think typically that's something that you usually would be able to tell especially if you don't even have the same like facial features it's like yeah. you know your baby yeah yeah <laughs> my source is an article on history101.com wow but the, the, this imposter was completely in the wrong and he deserved you know what he got the mm-hmm. the fact that he put that family through trauma again to experience the idea of like you know the child being you know he was missing and then this imposter comes in and is like oh no i'm not missing and then they find out that's not him it still just brings all those horrible feelings back of this child is still out there or could be, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a horrible thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about the family theory? I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about the family, but yeah. I, don't know. I think it's really interesting because he was a, a very troubled boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, like, I don't want to make accusations or anything but i think it's really interesting the thought that they did something to him and so a boy's coming back like hey i'm alive and they're like yeah he's alive see i could see that happening but um... as in like maybe this um this imposter is like kind of pointing the finger at them saying you know you didn't you know like you're hiding something 
Yeah. According to the family. Yeah. It also could very well be he's just like he got caught and he's like, no, you. Mm-hmm. You did it. Mm-hmm. It's a, I don't know. It's possible, but still, it's it's hard to believe. And at the same time, there's no there's no evidence that the child is dead. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So how many people did you say he impersonated? Five hundred. And he never got caught. He did. He probably just went to jail for a little bit. That's in, that's and so and moved around many. a lot because they he has a um, European name and yeah. he was moving from destination to destination. He's from and, France and he was in Spain. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Wow. And how he somehow figured out this information that actually baffles me too. That he he finds out that the this family specifically lost a child three years ago and he's like I'm gonna pretend to be that child and he got all the information to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. The 500 faces of Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a weird way to put it, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's kind of, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Gee. He is on one today. Yeah. Wow. What an interesting story. Yeah, that was a, that was interesting. Thank you for sharing that. It, yeah. it just brings up so, and you know what? That also brings back the question of, did that um, family member actually possibly see, you know, the real the yeah. real uh you know like during the garage incident mm-hmm. yeah like, they could so easily turn this into like a horror movie they could hmm? there's a documentary on netflix that i saw it's not oh. there anymore i don't think but... oh. you know what it kind of rem- it, it just it kind of reminds me of some it, one of the seasons that had happened from uh what show was that that was um wasn't stranger things it was um which one was it riverdale riverdale had something similar Oh. Where they had a character like come back, and oh. then they played off as like you know it was that character, but then they found out later it there was it was, was that like an impersonator. Season because I haven't. No, I think this was. I don't. I don't think this was like one of the newest ones. I think mm. this was a little ways back. But I just I'm, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Mm, yeah. I'm pretty. F- oh, oh, I remember the brother. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, who pretended to be someone yeah, yeah, that he was, yeah, yeah. Okay. and people believed it in the mm-hmm. beginning, and then realized like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of weird. Yeah, this was not a newer season. This yeah, was yeah. Uh, a few seasons back. That, yeah. Yeah. I'm so behind on Riverdale. I am too, honestly. It, it I'm, got like yeah. a little too much for like it, it. It. I don't know. It was too much for me to like enjoy. Yeah. Honestly, I enjoyed the first two or three seasons, and then after that, it just. It didn't, yeah, yeah, know. the like Dungeons and Dragons theme. Mm. I watched that um season, mm-hmm. and there was like a Dungeons and Dragons like oh, yeah. cult, mm-hmm. and then there was like Kinda an weird. actual cult. Yeah, uh. and so I watched that, and then like Archie is like literally in juvie, and then gets out of juvie, and then <laughs> yeah. goes back to school. Yeah, I don't know how. And then Veronica works. is a school girl it owns a business and her dad is like in the mob like it's all just like too much to believe it's stretching it too much in the beginning it was stretching it but now it's just too far too far and i'm just like this was good and now i just don't know if i enjoy it so i stopped watching it yeah but thank you for sharing that story (laughs) that was very very creepy (laughs) and very mysterious yeah because um just to think like if you have something happen like that in in your life it's mm-hmm. kind of creepy i i do have a similar situation where my grandparents this was a few years ago um my grandparents had gotten a call from someone mm-hmm. who pretended to be me um oh, and they were creepy. trying it was it's one of those scamming calls yeah so my, my parents said that i called saying that i was in the hospital and you know like i had been in this horrible accident and they needed to uh send all this money and 
And what's creepy about it is that he knew a lot of my information about me. He knew how to kind of closely match my voice because my grandparents called me after. They're like, are you okay? Because I didn't call, obviously, from my number. So they called wow. me and I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm fine. Have said, you considered that this was your doppelganger? See? See? Wow. It all comes back around 360. <laughs> but they, they had told me, they're like, it sounded just like you. And and he, you know, like, he's, he was in distress. And he said that we needed to send money. And thank God we didn't. But, you know, like. That's so fucked up. Scary. But There's that's so the kind of thing that, like, yeah. scammers out there. Yeah. And they tried to pretend to be me. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. It yes. never went anywhere, but um, but it, that's kind of what it reminded me of, just uh, that incident in my life. That was like four years ago, I think, where wow. someone was trying to impersonate me. And my grandparents almost fell for that. That This is like stuff that happens. It's it's oh, kind yeah. of chilling. It happens all the time, if you think about it. It happens yeah. at my uh, the subway stores a lot because people will call and they'll be like, hey, I'm the owner mm -hmm. and I need you to go take the money from the register and go across the street God. and get a gift card or, and it's like and then like read me the numbers from the gift card mm -hmm. oh my god and it's like owners would never do that do you just hang up on them or do you oh i have some people have fallen for it because these oh, are really? teenagers it's like so they're stupid. dumb mm -hmm. if there's gift cards involved it's 100 a scam that's yeah. what they love they're not gonna have the employees deal with no. that too it's no. just it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. they're owners like come on mm -hmm. All right. Well, great story. Sorry, Fuji's barking at you. He wanted <laughs> oh, to be involved. Yeah, oh. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was excellent. Um, I guess we'll see you guys in just a few short days for a bonus episode. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we'll see you next Friday for a fun Into the Deep episode with Tay. Nice. And uh, follow us. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Leave us a review. Check out our merch. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.